freaking widow's peak running away from my forehead. Welcome to Conscious Guys Get Laid More, where if you don't have self-confidence, you ain't getting laid. <laughs> Episode 20, oops, 22. I think it's like 23. Oh, we are 23. 23. You just go. told me 23. You're <laughs> the counter. Oh, yeah. gosh. I can't remember. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Lyndon. This is Andy. We're in my sauna. I'm sorry, my garage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really need to upgrade sometime. Once we have, once we have somebody, what we, when should we upgrade? We need to give ourselves a, well, we already know that when we do a hundred, we're going to go into it record on a boat we're gonna record on a boat and from there we're gonna get sponsors yeah automatically hanging out on the boat who should be our sponsor i don't know just we could there could be a wide gamut of sponsors with with our topic talking about mindfulness and consciousness and reality versus perception and we're also talking about sex and getting (laughs) laid all kinds of cool stuff i like it yep all right birth control Oh no. Uh, maybe we could get it straight from Planned Parenthood. <laughs> yes. I went to Planned Parenthood once. Yeah. What was that like? Yeah, that was amazing, actually. Why? Uh I found out my so when I was married, my ex cheated on me. And I went to go see if I got a disease. Oh yeah. And got to learn about diseases. Yeah. And particular diseases yeah. because I was at risk. And oh. uh it was heartbreaking for me and scary and very scary and so these these two wonderful human beings at Planned Parenthood sat with me for an hour we did like a counseling session I learned a whole bunch about myself and the risks and all kinds of stuff and you know that it's whatever I choose in my marriage is okay because it needs to be right for me right right it was really incredible right very empowered so supported and empowered that's cool yeah so what was the verdict oh i got divorced oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, whatever you want in your marriage is good i are getting a fucking divorce <laughs> i got i got out unscathed clean slate clean absolutely 100 that's great yep. and i got a divorce oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was hilarious that was, that was good. right for me that anyway good. good nice dude what else we got <laughs> uh yeah what else we got uh i just got done i don't know when are we going to post this we're going to post this next week so this will be after our week of learning or maybe even two weeks from now either way i just got done with productive learning doing our week of learning so we're doing the three uh uh master classes webinars Mm -hmm. and uh, i led the first one cassie's leading the second one tomorrow on intentions and then mark's leading one on saturday on happiness oh wow cool i led mine on today on expanding your view and i literally just ended opened up the garage to air it out because it was freaking hot and then you came in <laughs> so i'm gonna roll in right off of that how did that go uh it went good there was there's a bunch of people on that was exciting and michelle who's our new one of our new coaches at productive learning said that i was very compelling very very inspiring mm. here's what i so cassie and i do i think we've talked about this before cassie and i have a, a couple's counselor have we talked about this on the podcast i know you know about this but have we talked about this on the podcast maybe once maybe once mm-hmm. either way anyway cassie and i have a, a couple's counselor that we've therapist i don't know counselor she's a, ther- she's a therapist she's a doctor um oh she's got a phd yeah she she got her phd whilst we've been with her we've been going to her for years <laughs> and um 
we do it about every two weeks. We can, Cassie considers this doing counseling together is better than date night. It's like a date night for her. Mm. Hearing where I'm at and my emotions and her digging into her stuff and me deciphering my limitations and figuring out how I want to show up. That to her is gold. That to her is money. That to her like turns her on in all in the holistic sense of the word. Like she loves it and she's alive and she's turned on by me and whatnot. So that's a little different way of doing a threesome. It's a totally different way of doing a threesome. Yeah. With your counselor via Zoom who just asks you questions about your emotions. <laughs> So anyway, I was talking, uh, I had, we had our therapy session yesterday, which okay. would have been the day, right? The day before this um, yeah. webinar. And I still get the pregame jitters before any workshop that I lead. I've been leading for whatever, 11 years, but I still get the jitters before them. And then this one was was bigger than normal I'd, I'd say because this was one for new clients and we've not been asking for new clients for since pre-covid so like 18 months right it's a big one and so it's big it's a yeah. big it's the big like here's the beginning of new lifeblood coming into productive learning and so you want to put your best foot forward and all that jazz and, and i'm so the first one first. and so i'm the first one on the dock <laughs> yeah i'm the first one on the docket and then cassie and mark nice and um so i have I'm nervous. And what was great is Elizabeth, our therapist. Um, she was asking me essentially what we got down to was why do sometimes I feel empowered and confident and clean and good with who I am and what I know. And then why sometimes the circumstances would more or less not change at all, but I feel insecure and I want to, hide it away or I want to, I puff up my chest like, um, um, um artificially. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, um, and it was great. Cause it, it, like what we got down to was I, I think when I think that I need to know everything, it, I just get myself so locked up just so locked up because I want people to think that I know everything. And I think that I need to know everything. And then it's, I, I can't, obviously I can't know everything. And I, I, I have this mental image of, of like Atlas holding up the universe, right? It's like, you have to hold all of this up. And if anybody questions it, you'll just crumble underneath the weight of it all. Mm. And, um, wow. and that's, that's where, that's when I get kind of, in into in just internally crunchy um and then what i was what we were realizing or getting clarity back from the conversation yesterday was when i'm when i focus on what i am interested and passionate about from my perspective and because I've been trained in this for years and years, I, I have some knowledge, but what I really know is knowledge of myself. When I am, when I get on that trajectory, I can own my confidence there. And I can also own where I don't, what I can own the things that I don't know. 
I can admit to the things that I don't know. And when I can admit to those things, I feel impervious to people's judgments yeah. or, you know, tomato throwing kind of thing. Like the so it's idea, like Eminem and the eight mile. Tell me everything. Oh my God. Sorry. I, go ahead. You no, no, your... no, no. Yeah. Tell me everything. Okay. So Eminem goes to rap battles. Yeah. In eight mile. Yeah. And at one point in the show, he always goes up and chokes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so chokes he, on mama spaghetti. Yeah. He can't figure it out. Can't get it right. Can't do whatever. And yeah. so finally he flips the script and he tells all the bullshit about him. So the other guy in the rap battle has no ammunition right. to go after him. He just owns his right. nonsense right. and his right. bullshit. And, right. and he just fucking crushes it. Right. Right. Yeah. That's exactly what, when I'm yeah. in my Vistage groups and on my board of advisors, when I go in and say, Hey, I am a guileless business owner. I'm just passionate about what we do. I love what we do. And I love, I like to lead. I love the feeling of, of that agency of control and, and influence. Uh, and I can really help people in transforming themselves because I guide them back to themselves. And oh yeah, the financials, I don't fucking know. Will you please help me? When I go in owning like that, just like what you're saying about Eminem, they, it's really funny because when I, when I don't own that, it totally, it's obviously a projection or, or, or assumption on my perception here, but it totally feels like they are fucking throwing daggers. Why are your, why are your numbers like this? Why are the margins here? Why are this? Why are you asking these people to do these things? And then when I own that, that, Hey, I'm really good at this little thing. And then there's the other 95% of the stuff that I, I'm kind of making up as I go, mm. they come in with what seems to be so much more compassion. Like, okay, it would be great if you could make your numbers look like this and then we could move people this way. And if you move positions like this and this and this, and I can't tell if it's totally my perception of how, that's how I hear them mm. or if they actually, if I've actually influenced the situation in a way where they're no longer attacking, trying to win the who's right battle, mm. it's the, oh, he said that he doesn't know this. And so let me actually come in compassionately and say, hey, how about this, this, and this, and this? It's, it's fascinating. And so what, what was interesting yesterday was she was asking, so why, why sometimes confident and why sometimes mm -hmm. fearful? Yeah. And um, <clears throat> um, I got this image in my mind of, you'll get this because you're, you're uh, an outdoor guy, right? It's like, Whenever you're approached or you, you're in, in the encounter of a wild animal, like a mountain lion or a bear or a snake or whatever, you're never supposed to turn your back on it, mm -hmm. right? You're always supposed to, you look at the thing, you mm -hmm. let them know we are here, and then you back up slowly, right? Facing the mountain lion, facing the thing or whatever it is, because turning your back is essentially the way in which they're going to attack, right? So you don't give them that. And, um, and so it feels many times when I'm wanting to have that, I know everything and I, and I don't want you to know that I don't know everything. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to, to, to only show my front to them. I don't want them to, to see my backside where I could be exposed. And it's, yeah. and, I, and I get this image of me, like opening the curtains on a stage and it's like, ta-da, here I am. And I'm trying to have them not, not be up, like angry with me. Mm. And what was, what was just great insight, which I kind of already said, but it was that 
when I get lost in thought on something that I'm passionate and interested about, like if I just go on to my soapbox about what the mind does and how it can only see certain things and not see certain things and whatnot, I essentially turn my back to them. Like you could, you could attack. Okay. But I'm so interested in this thing mm. that my interest in this thing has you not want to attack. It has you like come around and like, I want to look at what you're looking at. I want to see what's going on with you. And so it's funny because I essentially expose myself, mm -hmm. but in the exposed, because I'm so passionate about whatever you then have a chance to fire bullets at me. Like that's stupid. That's lame. But when I'm so interested, whatever I'm so interested in, which in this context is the mind and emotions and all that stuff that I never get people firing bullets. They never attack. Mm. It's typically what happens is that's when, like you've seen me when I'm super influential and, and people are like moved by what I say mm -hmm. is I'm just absorbed into this one little thing. So it's a, it was a, wow. Yeah. It was really, it's, it's, it was a, such a visual of what the experience is like when I'm trying to shield myself. Mm -hmm. I fucking, it, it takes an exorbitant amount of mental and emotional effort. And then I'm exhausted and I'm scared the whole time and nervous. And when I expose myself and say, here's what I'm good at. Here's what I do not know. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to talk about what I'm interested and good at and just get lost into it. I've become very influential. I can, I can lead a room. I can lead people. You have the metaphor that you're using seems to uh, seems to kind of play into the the power of the risk for you, right? Yeah. You literally have wild animals lining up to attack you if you turn around, yeah, yeah. and you're just going to turn around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that that certainty that you've had of being attacked is even in the metaphor. Like you're yeah. certain yeah. every single time that that's going to happen, but the, your ability to actually risk that gives you a power that actually transforms the risk into exactly what you want. Totally. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's the, the angry bunny right. becomes the, the, the happy bunny doesn't attack me. <laughs> yeah. I say that cause I just watched a, uh, what was that movie? The secret life of pets. You know, oh, you know, the cartoon, it's a, yes. it's a Pixar yeah. or Disney, I can't remember mm -hmm. which one it is, but I watched that with my nieces and nephews That's and awesome. the, the bunny is, is the, is the, is the leader of the bad, the bad, the bad pets, pets. <laughs> the bad pets. It's all the pets that got, that got neglected that now live in the sewers. Yeah. Is that, whose voice is that? Um, isn't it, um. The the super, the com name. Yeah, the comedian. Yeah, uh, not Chris Rock. Not, no, no, no. Uh, not The Rock. No, no, uh, no. He's friends with The Rock. Yeah, and does, yeah, yeah. Does movies and he shit with all that. Right. He's in Jumanji. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, that guy. What's his name? Well, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Yeah, he's funny. He's, funny. he's very funny. Uh, that guy awesome. is a workhorse. Holy cow! He oh, puts yeah. on a he puts on a, uh, a comedic special and a movie and other shit once a year. Yeah. Boom, 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 cranks it out, cranks it out, cranks it out. He does, and he's so smart in his humor, too. Yeah. Like, the way he builds and connects and kind of layers on, it's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I think it's funny. And his expressions. Anyway, 
So that's pretty awesome, dude. And so how do you feel about your performance then today? I felt actually, I felt really good. And Michelle's, uh, in our debrief afterwards, she, she kind of confirmed what I was feeling about myself, which is nice. Right. I'm, mm-hmm. I have a perception, but it's kind of like, how, I don't know, but then she actually got on the phone and said, wow, that was really powerful the way you said it. Cause there was probably two or three times where I, I got up on my soapbox and talked about how the mind cannot see things that it is not programmed to see, even if it is sitting right in front of you. And I'm got absorbed in the example. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the one thirteen thirty one example. Oh, nice. such a simple yeah. fucking example, but how it's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant, right? It's so brilliant. It's so simple. Um, and so I just got lost in that. And then, and, and I think two other places and I feel good. I feel it's that it's those feelings of like clean power. Mm. You know what I mean by that? Mm-hmm. It's not power out of anger or vengeance. It's like power as in, yeah, I feel fucking, you know, rah, and, mm, electric. electric. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes for me, that, that power, that empowerment feels like a gift. Like I'm, I feel so powerful when I can share something in a way that, that lands with or rather than on someone else. You know what I mean? Mm. So like, if I told you how thin your widow speaker, like that would be kind of landing on you. <laughs> but, but, but if I share, if I share, you know, how, how swarthy and sexy you are when, when, you know, you're, you're getting it to an age where, oh. you, you know, you're lovely. Like that would be oh. a gift for you. God. <laughs> oh my God. That was so good. I don't even know what you said after you talked about my widow speak. I just—it doesn't matter. It wasn't it as great as the widow speak part. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That's awesome. So, like, some of the things that that we do in productive learning is is yeah. like talk about the how replicable that is, right? You just built evidence of going out and being influential and feeling and experiencing yourself differently than you were worried about the night before right the the circumstances and the prep that you did in the threesome with with your therapist and everything like that that doesn't sound replicable to me like Mm. but what would be replicable who who would you need to be to to be able to do that over and over and over again yeah well the thing if you wanted to even yeah yeah well i definitely want to i love the i love the feeling of it and i think that like i Cassie is turned on by the person that is confident. Mm. She freaking, she is, <laughs> I even said this in, in the therapy session yesterday. Cassie questions our marriage when I get into my insecure thing. <laughs> and it's it's not like, am I going to leave him? It's like, what the fuck is this guy? Come on. You know, <laughs> the therapist thought that was really funny. Um, <clears throat> but uh, like what I talked about with the therapist, the, the metaphor and the visual were very new uh, yesterday with the therapist, but mm-hmm. the concept was not new to me. And the concept yeah. is so freaking tried and true. It sounds cliche, but I think what the, what is replicatable is do I know, what do I know and own that? And all the things which are way more, all the things that I do not know, which are way more than the things that I know, 
fucking own that own that with confidence which is where it's counter in my immediate response Mm. i want to abdicate and shield the thing i don't know and actually is no be confident in the fact you don't know it Mm -hmm. and if you could if i when i do that that's what i need to replicate of myself Mm. or replicate in in the situation is you can be confident about everything yeah it's not be confident about only x and then try to deny Mm why that's where i get like i have to play the 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 you know the the, what do you call the shuffle game? The cup game? Yeah. Isn't that called like shuffle, oh. trump, shuffle? shuffle yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like where yeah. you, you, have to, you have to shield Hide the ball. Yeah, yeah, you have to shield it. You have to be secretive. You have to, you have to you know, mm-hmm. chess mate around or chess play around it. And when, you, when I'm just confident in the fact of like, yeah, I fucking, I'm pretty fucking good at this area of my life. Mm-hmm. And this stuff, I am B? Maybe? How do you, you do it? How do you do it? Yes, or earlier today in the thing. Did you do it? Or did you just do it on your own before stepping into the... When you did say, you do it out loud in front of the audience over the webinar? I didn't. Did I thought... Of, well, did it come? It didn't come. But what I thought about <laughs> was... Wasn't that uh, great for you? <laughs> what I thought about in my preparation later last night after the, after our therapy session. And then when I did a quick little run through this morning was I had the thought of, I may, I may let them know that mm. I may do M&M style of guys, here's where I'm really great at. I'm also a business owner, learning how to do that, figuring out how to do that. I'm also a husband and a father learning how to do that, figuring that out of the way. And I had this kind of, I kind of talked through like mm. owning this other part. Um, and as, as you well know, the way in which I lead a workshop or a trip training, it's, it's kind of like, I've got the bullet points of what I want to cover, yeah. but if it doesn't naturally flow into that, I don't cover that bullet point. And so it didn't naturally flow into that but i think because i rehearsed it i i owned it myself i didn't yeah. need to necessarily just by happenstance own it with the audience yeah then it i still so it wasn't that it was hidden it's that you handled it prior i handled it prior and yeah. if somebody were yeah. to ask like how are you as a business owner i'd be like well, I got a board of advisors because I don't know what I'm doing here. I, I got my dad as a mentor. I don't know what I'm doing there. I call you up every now and then try to figure out what the fuck do I do with how, how these operations work. Like I'm figuring that out. You know, we're still alive through the pandemic. We're an in-person event organization and we're still somehow together. So I like to think that we figured something out, but yeah. fuck, I don't know what I'm doing. We're figuring <laughs> it out. You know, I would have owned it in some capacity, sure. but nice. it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't appropriate. It wasn't needed because that wasn't what was being talked about. That's great, dude. Yeah, it was very, it was really cool. Congratulations, man. Thank you very much. Right. Yeah. Three sums are amazing. Three sums with your therapist are great. Note that, everybody. Note that. All right. Since we're on you, woo-wee, let's let's talk about uh in episode 21. This is two episodes ago. It's at uh 20 minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> you did you, made, can we listen to it? Is there a way? I didn't record it, Okay. Uh, but if you want to edit it in later, I can, I can do a little magic. Yeah, no, no. Okay. So at this particular moment in time, you made such a vulnerable comment Ooh. and it blew me away. Ooh. And I, I missed 
my opportunity to, to get back to it. Okay. So this is what happened. Now you want to get back to it. I'm getting back to it now. Okay. Yep. Because you called me out late. last, last session, session, but you had no idea I what you called me out on. And so yeah. I had no idea what we were going to be talking about. So, okay. So there now you went and did your homework. Yep. Got it. All right. So your quote is uh, yeah, you quoted. that you have an inability to see different routes of being a leader that are just blind spots to you. And I, I, and then you said, it doesn't occur to me or I, I get insecure about showing up that way. And that blew me even further away. Double blow. And I'm like, dude, that is so amazing. And you said, yeah. So my first car was, and we just oh. switched topics into something completely different. And I'm yeah. like, what just happened? Uh-oh. Well, do you know why we talked? What, do you remember the lead up? Because I, I don't. I we were talking. Context. We were talking about uh, values we inherited from our parents. Oh yeah. And then yeah, you yeah. began talking about the Lindens and like this generational uh, hard work and and other things. And then you talked about your dad's uh, ability to to create productive learning and then get it so far. Yes. And then you were kind of analyzing what that meant is it? did that mean that he just didn't want any more for his life or did it mean this? And you're like, yeah. And then, then you went straight into you and we're like, for me having this and inheriting this, this is how I'm feeling about it. Mm. And it was just amazing. Right. Mm, mm, mm. And so your insecurity about showing up as a leader. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you just went into, you know, and just had an insight with your your therapist about about hiding your backside yeah yeah like show me your backside dude talk about your leadership let's go like what's going on oh interesting yeah cool yeah what's what what is your insecurity about showing up that way so it's it's funny because when i like i like to read i am answering your question but i'm I'm giving context to it i I like to read biographies Mm -hmm. i like to read history because i like to I like to see how people must have thought about the situation. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about this a, a while back when I was talking about Lincoln. Like the, the, his ability to say, I've got the US and the union is breaking and I need to figure out some idea that brings them back. And, and it's, instead of like essentially attacking it, he, he, you know, the Emancipation Proclamation was this idea that just went over the top of everything, superseded everybody's idea of, of how far you could go to try to, to win the war. Mm. And like, how does somebody think like that? And that, that was fascinating to me. So I, I loved reading about that uh, in, uh, I, I think, like the, the great book on that one it was Team of Rivals. Um, and I really, and I really like, um, the Shackleton story, Ernest Shackleton, when he was trying to traverse, uh, Antarctica and why I like it is because I think I grew up and maybe this was learned from watching people and just assuming, but it seemed to me and like watching sports and coaches, right. It seemed to me that the coach or the leader always knew what to do. Mm. You know, like the football coach, you lost the ball. Great. I know exactly what to do. We're going to, we're going to, the defense is going to do this. Okay. We got the ball. Okay. And now the offense is going to make these plays. Right. And, or the, the, the leader in the business, 
you know, just, they figured out, okay, this, you got to make this machine and this contraption and then you do this. And that's why, that's how Ford became so, you know, prolific. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think I grew up with this assumption and I still grapple with the assumption. If I don't check it, that a leader needs to know the next step of what to do. Mm -hmm. And so when I, when I step into leadership and I don't, and I'm not thinking, if, if you will, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not paying attention to my thoughts, I should say. Okay. I think that I need to know what to do. I think I need to, when Betty Joe or Mark or you or, or a client asks a question, I need to have the answer. I need to make the decision. I need to know what we're going to do next month and mm. where we're going in six months and 12 months and what our five, four, three year, five year, 10 year plan. Like I need to know. And <clears throat> it, it, throws me back into what we were talking about earlier. Oh, I'm, I, I want everybody to think that I know and not admit all of the other 90 to 95% of the shit that I do not know. Mm. I can't admit or own that stuff. Mm. And so I think my comment there was, I don't know. And I got, and if I, when I own that, I don't know, then I, I just become much more receptive to, mm what I could do or where I could go or who could help me or how to make this, the, how to make what choice, what choices to make. Um, but it's a, it, it has the experience for me of being very, uh, it, 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 it causes a lot of fear because it, it's, I feel like I expose my backside. Yeah. Right? I feel like that's okay. Well, the, you, the president, you know, like Mark would be like, you, the president, don't know where we're going. Why, why the fuck am I in this company? I don't want to be in this company. If the president doesn't know where we're going, I need to be in a place where, where there's confidence and leadership and they know where they're going. Like that's mm -hmm. what the, that's what the, they, uh, my old assumed projection would have me think. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it does not, it doesn't serve me very well. What it serves me is to create a bunch of anxiety and then I shield away from people. And then I, <laughs> and then I become a curmudgeon and angry if they challenge me. And it's, yeah, yeah. It's all it's kind all, of an asshole. Yeah. A yeah. total asshole. A total asshole. So if you've read all these amazing books about leaders and what they've done and what they've known and through that lens, are you, can you go back and, well, let me ask a different question. What kind of leader do you want to be then? Well, I think I know where you're going with the first question. Yeah. Why I like to read these, these different historical books is because it gives better, more true accounting context to what the situation was, to how they didn't know, right? Like the, the, mm. the, the, the idea, you know, in school you learn Edison made the light bulb and you have this idea that he was a, he was a scientist and he built a light bulb and then boom, it happens. Like, no, he had thousands upon thousands of trials and errors with dozens and dozens of scientists that he brought on and fired and brought on and fired and brought on and fired. And then all of a sudden one happened to create an electrical current that then flickered light. But you had to read his biography or the story about it to really realize that because in school, all we learned was Edison made a light bulb. And you're like, oh, so he had the idea when he's fucking tinkering around with copper and electricity. Oh, if I put these things together and then it's going to make light. It's like, no, that's not how it happens. Right. Like Shackleton, I'm going to go across the Antarctic. And then, oh, we got blizzard in. 
we can't go. I know exactly what we need to do. We need to stay here until the ice is going to break. Then we're going to go here and then we're going to go here. And you read the book and the, the, the accounts and you're like, oh no, nobody had any fucking idea what to do. They didn't know what was happening tomorrow. Holy shit. And yet he still led mm. without having a mutiny for over a year and a half. Nobody died. And they were living on top of floating ice for almost that entire time. How so he figured out how to lead without knowing? Oh shit. Edison figured out how to make without, you know, having a bunch of people in and out and 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 failure after failure after failure. Lincoln had the biggest war at that point in the in US history, and then almost the end of an entire union. Oh shit, they didn't know what they were doing. But you have to like, Mm. I have to get into the story to realize what their mindset was and maybe the despair they felt or the hopelessness or the lack of options and opportunities to then realize that at some point things started to hook together and then they had some form of leadership that then brought the ideas and people together to make shit happen. That's what makes me, that's it, like, it, it inspires me. Cause then it says these guys were, they were not normal. They were in extraordinary, incredible, you know, figures of history. And they were also just humans. Mm-hmm. also just people and i'm just a person so i could create and think and influence and lead similarly they also didn't know what they were doing and figuring out as they went wow me too own that linden mm-hmm. i'm talking to myself own yeah. that yeah so is there some something that you do know now about leading or about yourself that you're working on or figuring out or a style of leadership that you're attracted to? Um, The thing that I'm working on a lot now is I, I, with where I want the organization productive learning to go, it cannot ride on my coattails or just my influence or just my hard work. It needs to have people that are passionate and interested and ready to push and trial and error and go and do that and move forward. And so I am moving from what I think that there was this, you know, going back to a couple of the the episode on on our historical legacies, Mm. um, you know, you know, my dad, he's, he is a great leader and he also likes to, to control. He also likes to, um, his confidence is in himself first and foremost. And what he can, the effort that he can put forward is the, is what he is expecting the results on. And then everybody else, if they make it and if they, if they're helpful and whatnot, Great. That's great. That's gravy though. I'm He's going to make sure to just provide for himself, which is not bad, but there's within that, at least the way in which I've assumed and the adaptation of that, that legacy passing down mm. is, is less relying and trusting on others to help hold the baton and carry it forward and push and create ideas and drive to new, to new things. And so 
it's you know it's just this it's this feeling of how do i how do i lead and be okay not controlling and not knowing I don't know exactly how that works. I don't know exactly what, but I do know that I want something like this to happen. So can I keep inspiring people to move forward with an idea that they have that's at least in alignment with what I want? But then I have to keep admitting, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And that's where it's like, oh God, I don't want to fucking say that. You know, like Mark, Mark is a great example. Mark is an, he's an incredible trainer. He can talk about this work for hours. He would be great. He's going to start a podcast whenever he's going to start a podcast, but he has a disbelief in social media and online presence. And, and I don't know if it's a disbelief. It's a disbelief in the methodology. He doesn't get it. He doesn't know it. He's not comfortable with it. And there's also his own distaste of it because of, you know, the sure. social media documentaries and everything that all of us have watched and we're all fucking in the little fear of it. Right. That's weird. And, um, I am, I forgot. I lost my track of why, why I was bringing him as an example. You Uh, need to admit that you don't know. Oh yes. Oh, thank you. He's looking, he, his resistance. We have this great, you know, come to Jesus conversation a week or two ago of he knows that I keep saying, Hey, put on your high achievers podcast, start it. It doesn't have to have a bunch of followers. It's just a practice. Just put it out there. You don't even have to post it if you don't want to. Andy and I are now on 23 and we got followers. Yeah. However many there are, (laughs) are following and listening. Yeah. And he's wanting me, I think, this is my assumption, this mm. is where I have to watch my own seduction, yeah, yeah, yeah. projection and seduction back. Mm. He's wanting me to know the exact methodology for when I put a podcast out, how many f- followers and listeners are going to do that? And then how many people are going to download something? And then how many mm. of the downloads are going to turn into a registration into our you know, decoding the mind? And then those are going to convert into a year long that he's going to lead. He wants to know the exact equation before he can step into that first part of the, of the system. Yeah. And I can tell him, I keep admitting to him, but it keeps oh, like, like wanting me to like say, Oh, I can tell you, I can tell you, I can tell you. I don't fucking know. I, I, I can tell you the concept. If we can put out great content that's interesting and valuable and I have a good time, like you have a good time on this. And if he has something similar, it's, it's a total, um, you know, build it and they will come idea mm. but you but exactly how i don't know but you we're not going to figure it out until we go and so i have to keep going into this i don't know i don't know i don't know mark i don't know and, it, and, it, and it, every time that i have to do that yeah. it, it, it take it like i have to womp that up and remember like remind myself here's what you do know and you're he's totally right you don't know this yeah. but if you can find something in him that mm. he is interested in that would inspire him and help guide him back to himself that this could be in alignment with that then he'll take it and run as you've seen him in the past when he gets inspired on something the guy fucking moves mountains he does it's he fucking amazing. moves mountains and then when he's not like nothing happens and it's it's yeah. it's such a great example of the power of the mind it's literally if, if he believes it, he can create it. And if he doesn't believe it, it won't happen. 
Mm. And I'm not saying that that's just him. I'm saying that that's me too. And I'm all of us. It's all of us. Yeah. It's all of us. (laughs) So that's, that's part of my experiences. I want, I I want to go at a certain place. I want to create this brand. I want people to learn about productive learning. I want people to lead intentional, mindful lives that, that suffer less Mm. unduly in their life. I believe the trainings and the coaching and the webinars and the podcasts and the downloads and the emails that we send out can create stepping stones for people to to do that. The exact method for how all that then lines up, I cannot tell you. I cannot tell you. I can't. I have no idea either. And I gotta <laughs> tell you though, I it's attractive to see you stand in your belief like that. It oh, sounds awesome. really kind of cheesy, you know, the standing in your own belief. Yeah, yeah. To me, it does. It's yeah, like yeah. woke as fuck and all this other <laughs> bullshit. But like seriously though, there is a there is an energy and an electricity and a and a sexiness that that is exuded when you're there and own that so i appreciate that yeah i appreciate that i'm looking forward to you becoming a really uh, amazing leader and i know you're using the word influential and i think there's other components that would sure serve your leadership and what you want to create totally i'm i'm just happy to watch over your shoulder don't fucking watch over my shoulder you're a great leader i know (laughs) fucking gay fucking gay that was cool thank you for for allowing me the time to explore that hell yeah thanks for calling me out and finally actually telling me what you're calling me out on you're welcome that's funny what else we got you're going to talk about camping. You're going camping for a while. You're going to go on a, like, what? Two weeks. Hell like, no. maybe, no, a little bit more. Two uh, Two weeks and two days. 16, 16 days. days. Yeah. So, okay, my history with vacations and planning and everything else is just... It's kind of weird, right? So my ex-wife was a travel agent. And so she points, go here, go there. We did some amazing trips, right? African safari, like really cheap. We hell yeah. It's just amazing. I got that's a great score to travel the world. (laughs) And it was unbelievable. And I didn't have to plan a goddamn thing. I just said, Oh yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're going to do that for us for free. Let's do it. That's awesome. Nice. Like a balloon ride over the Masai Mara at dawn. Oh damn. And then fucking champagne brunch at the end of it. Oh yeah. Fucking incredible. Like who does this shit? You did me. I did. Right. Oh fuck. And I didn't have to plan it. Thank God. Yeah. But you know, I don't, I don't have that anymore. And so planning trips and being, feeling responsible for mm. Karen's happiness, Ugh. right? Like those get intertwined and it's just a fucking disaster for me. Mayday. I seize up. I can't make a fucking decision. I ask her what she wants. It's kind of like uh, saying, what do you want to eat? Uh, it's what horrible. do you want for dinner? It's fucking stupid. It's horrible. And, and it's, <laughs> it's so lame. Um, don't you know we would both be happy if you just told me 
when you want. They're essentially saying the same thing. Oh, Lord, it's horrible. Um, and so, like, I've been working on it for a couple of years now, deliberately. Yeah. Like, I'm going to plan this. I've talked about it in some of my small groups. And they're like, oh, wow, look at you go. You're doing this. And so I made some choices and made some decisions and like, hey, let's do this. And so we're talking about this trip. We're going to uh, we're going to Arizona. We're going to hit the Grand Canyon and we're going to hit uh, the lower southern southwest corner of Colorado. There's some uh, Indian sites in a national park there that we want to hit and then we're going to go to flagstaff and do this overland expo and it's like four days of different vendors and classes and cool stuff and then we're going to come nice. home and stop up at sedona and then finish nice. sounds like an amazing trip right and so last night karen and i were talking about uh the classes like there's a little app, you have to sign up for this shit. Some of the at stuff the, is at the expo. At the expo, and some of the stuff is full, and we're like, oh my God, what do we need to do? And we're like wishing that things were different. And oh, we can't see it all. And oh, I was starting to freak out. Oh no. And and I'm like, all right, I think we're done. We have the classes we wanted that we need. If we want to sign up for something else and just walk on, we can. Let's just I'm good with what we got. Yeah. Like we got three or four things Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Fuck it. We're cool. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And she's all, okay, cool. And I'm like, oh, did that just happen? What? what? <laughs> she followed my lead. I'm getting oh my God. This is so good. So good. <laughs> and then, but what's really amazing is this morning, Karen's like, I guess we're just going to play it by ear with the food. And I'm all, and she's all, I, she said, I think I'm going to get some more canned goods and, and maybe some more dry food to pack on the trailer or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, there's also probably like a hundred different grocery stores between here and every place we want to go. So we can pick up whatever we need. She's like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> this is so fucking cool. Like before I'd just be like, oh my God, we need to come up with a menu. We need to plan out all our meals. Like, like we haven't gone camping right. for like Doesn't days at a time yeah, yeah. for a lot of times. And I was like, this is cool. Yeah, we'll just... I'm like, oh yeah, we're leaving in like three days. But my my anxiety, my stress about it, my worry about it is like non-existent. Why do you think you shifted from the old way of I need to plan everything and I need to make sure that I, I make her happy to, you, I, I think you didn't think about that anymore and you said, oh no, this is, these are the, you know, the classes we're taking and that's it. Like, oh, what? what? Why, how did you get into that headspace? Something clicked last night when we were going through the classes for sure. And I don't know about before that, but in, in the classes, I started feeling that stress and worry. Like, I don't know all the things there are to know about each of these classes. If it's going to be fun, is it's going to be what she wants or anything like that. And then I'm like, fuck it, what do I want to do? Hmm. And like, what do, what do I remember her talking about and worrying about? Is there a class on it? Do I want to do it? Mm. And I and I put that filter of, do I want to do it on mm. I hadn't done that before. Dang. It was more like, am I willing to go? And that's just a setup. Am I willing to, 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 to go to this thing, whether I want to or not? And like, let me just do, do I want to? 
And then if she wants to do something else, she can ask me about it or talk to me about it. I'm not going to take responsibility for that. Yeah, yeah. But I will consider what I know of her and what she's concerned about. Sure. And if I would go. Right. And that was just a, a it just it just it just clicked just clicked fucking weird light bulb on yeah it essentially illuminated it essentially all the other things that were dark and weird and gray all of a sudden just kind of dissipated disappeared yeah fuck yeah dude yeah and then I went back through the list and that's when I said oh we're good I'm in all the classes I want to do. <laughs> I think we're done. So cool. And then I I did say, if you want to take another look through and see if there's something else you want to do, let me know and we can see if we can do it. Right. That's fine with me. Yeah. yeah. But I've got what I want. Hell yeah. That was so weird. And it wasn't like a, no, you can't do anything else. Yeah. Which is kind of where I would go because there's a need sometimes for me to hold it's it's weird maybe you can help me kind of sort this out because i just started looking at this right um is there's sometimes a need for me to say to make something else wrong so that i don't have to do it yes i do experience that from you (laughs) yeah Yeah. sucks yeah i don't like that about me yeah yeah. i don't like that about me and my relationships yeah because it doesn't have to be wrong i just can say i don't want to do that yeah yeah. So what do you think you need to sort out through that? Cause that was very clear. That was great. I just wasn't sure if it was going to be clear or not yeah. in my explanation, but maybe there's some, I don't know. I don't, I don't have anything else to add. I just, I could just elaborate from what I know. Yeah. And I think a lot of people do this. I, th- I do it too, but you re- you can condemn something when it's, when you're uncomfortable mm. or when you don't like it. And I've noticed when you, and me too. Um, so everything I'm saying about you is totally first person communication, right? When I talk about what I want mm-hmm. and where I want to go, there's not a right or like it, it takes away this idea of right or wrong, and then people the, the combativeness about it. Did I ever told you about? Did we, we just talked about this? I can't remember if this was in my CLC or if this was in the podcast i tell you about uh the dalai lama Mm-mm. no okay uh, you i i told you before i went and saw the dalai lama speak oh um up in seattle you know that? Uh, yeah i saw the dalai lama speak maybe. Up, up in seattle this was years ago mm-hmm. i was back when i was in college okay. <clears throat> and um he was there dave matthews was there uh and then there was uh did they sing together i want to say it was katie couric is that the, oh. is that the news reporter yeah i think she was interviewing them. The oh, them. Well, it was okay. first just the Dalai Lama, and then Dave came out, and then they were kind of both talking, and 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 I think it was Katie Couric that okay. was asking. It was doing the interview, so you know, sure, there was a conversation. That was a while ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, yeah, 12, 15 years ago or something like that. Okay. And she, just like you know, I don't know if you want to say standard news reporter or whatever, but she's pressing him in ways. To kind of ex- almost expose, mm-hmm. right? Expose where he has a fault in his thinking or where he's not all that he's, you know, he kind of like ask him a question where it's an either or and both of them are going to make him look bad in some way. Right. So he's yeah. essentially, if you just go with the question, he has to look bad in some form or fashion. Right, right. And what was fucking brilliant <laughs> of this guy yeah. was... 
and I believe because of his teachings and his understanding of the mind and Buddhism and all this stuff and, and his full devotion to the concept of compassion hmm. is that he would only answer with where he wants to go, hmm. what he wants to see. So he had in some way almost disregard Mm. her question because mm. he would point to this is what we could create in the world mm. this is what the mind could do when you meditate and when you when you when you when you focus on compassion this is what brothers and sisters could have brothers and sisters like general people right yeah um and it just had this every single question because you'd sit there in this anticipation whenever she was done with her question of like oh fuck how's he gonna answer that like damn he's He's trapped. <laughs> and then he would just answer with this over the top. But it wasn't like politicking where they don't answer the question and they just mm -hmm. like totally shield away from the truth of the question. Yeah. He was answering the question, but from a higher, cleaner, better place about an inspirational um, thing to attain. Yeah. And I was just powerful. It was just super powerful. And so that's why I, I hear you and I'm, I'm equating you to the Dalai Lama. Oh, um, shit. That was a compliment. Yeah, that was nice. a compliment. That was a long, long, long way to compliment. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, uh, is that there's just like an idea of what do I want? And let me speak to that. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. then it takes away like, what do you need to make you happy? What do I need to make me happy? What do they need? What, how do we make blah, 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 blah. It's like gone. Hey, what if we created this? Mm -hmm. Oh shit! The people can get on board or get off board. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And so I've seen you do that over and over again, and it sounds like you kind of did that last night in a way of, here's what I want to create. Mm -hmm. This is the experience. I only need these these three classes. Mm -hmm. Would you like something else? You can join in my yeah. what we're what I'm creating here, which is I'm creating fulfillment mm -hmm. for myself nice. at the expo. That's so great. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that reflection, because that's, you know, I haven't seen that part of me or recognized the consciousness of that mm. before. And you saying that I've done it several times is pretty amazing, because I do value that kind of ability, because many times I do feel and I get trapped my own self in that either or black or white right. thinking, right? And right or wrong and all that kind of bullshit. But there is so much more when you elevate out of that. It's great. And here's actually, I, I used to see it the most if there was a question, like if it was in a staff meeting or something and the mm. question was asked of me, kind of a challenging question, like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this tactically mm. this way or whatever? Mm -hmm. And I would give a little bit of a response, but then you would come in and I have a, and you'd come in and you talk about what we're, what we're creating. Where are we going? Mm. Here's the machine we're building. Mm. Here's the thing of why you're asking about these policies, but I want you to think about over here. Oh yeah. And okay. I don't know exactly what had you go into that state of mind. Here's my assumption though, <laughs> just, just as, cause I, I got to benefit from that. Cause mm. it is that, um, and this is maybe a dramatic way of saying it, but the bullets weren't fired at you. They were fired at me. Yeah. And you came in to say, I got it, Linda. Like yeah. I'm shielding you because I, I, I'm thinking clearer 
than you mm-hmm. because you're you're taking the fire and let me then distract those people firing mm. they're not firing it's like our staff yeah, yeah. but you know I, what i mean i get it let yeah. me let me let me tell them about this awesome thing over here mm-hmm. which is why when they're asking about that little policy it's it's a, it's it's a distraction it's a distraction it's yeah. negligence it's, yeah. a, it's not negligence it's 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 negligible negligible thank yeah. you yeah yeah and so i a lot of times and that's when i felt like fucking hey andy and i were fucking fucking mm. tag teaming through these conversations and through these staff meetings and whatnot it felt really good so that's that's what i noticed that's when you would that. show up that way mm. um so i i always made that i had an assumption and because you always talk about it in in different ways even the way in which you talked about it feels like a gift Mm-hmm. You and giving mm-hmm. and being there, we talked about that with the legacy, just like your dad showing up and you are always just showing up and being there. Mm. Um, yeah. You get, you're, you're turned on. The best mm-hmm. of you comes out when you're there to provide for somebody else's mm-hmm. achievement of their goal. Mm. You know, like they say they want to move from X to X to Y. And you mm. say, I'm going to help you move yourself from X to Y. It's not like it's your goal. You in it, in the best of ways become selfless mm-hmm. and you're super clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is weird. I guess I'm not, now I'm thinking out loud. So I don't know where this goes with you. I'm wondering if that's true. You're at your, the conversation that we just had about last night mm-hmm. and the, I'm going to make sure to take care of myself. And I'm only, I only care to go to these three classes at the expo. It sounds counter to that, but I don't know if it is. Do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like one was when you help me, you're clean. Mm-hmm. And the last one last night was I'm going to help myself and you were mm-hmm. clean. So they seem almost counter. Are they counter? Mm-hmm. Is there a connection between no, them? There's a connection, I think. And I think I'm just getting cleaner about inserting myself into the vision. Like before I would blame, like jump on the drama triangle, blame Karen for not sharing what it is that she wants to the point where we could pick something and experience fulfillment. Right. Instead, I'm, I'm part of this. This is, this is my trip too. And so the fulfillment that we both want, we're both committed to that. we decided to go to this together. We wanted to take some classes together. We want to grow our knowledge and understanding of this stuff. So I was in on that. Yeah. And so, but what speaks to me, if I'm not participating, if it doesn't speak to me, if I'm taking on her, the responsibility for her, then I'm, I'm not, I'm not able to, to lead mm. anymore because I'm resenting her inability to do it it goes back to that saying that that phrase that came up a few years ago the ones who are supposed to aren't so i have to right uh, so she's not taking care of herself of what she wants so i have to i have to and so now throw, fuck you yeah this is what we're doing throw the bricks this in is, my backpack let me yeah, carry your fucking load exactly so the resentment and the cleanliness comes I'm giving a gift. We're going to experience fulfillment and this is my contribution to it. And if you want more, let's figure that out together. Ooh, that's juicy. It's really fucking great. Nice. So yeah. Okay, dude. Yeah. You're leaving in two days? 
Leaving on Saturday. Saturday. That means we're not gonna pod- are we gonna do podcasts remotely? Are you gonna you try to make it happen? Oh, uh, I could try and make it happen. Do you want to? Do you want to try it that way? So I'll keep it in my calendar, same time. If you, okay. If, and you just let me know because you're yeah. the, you're the one that's in and out of reception or yeah. or, or traveling or whatnot. Yeah. But I'd be down. We okay. did it before and it worked. I think it worked. And maybe we do. You know, I'm open to figuring out whatever. So let's figure out whatever. Yeah. And then if there's something that strikes me and I can get a hold of you, maybe we can just put together a few clips or snippets or even Ooh. like on the trip. Like, hey, I got ten minutes. Do you want to talk about something? And, oh, oh, hey, check this out. I was thinking about you. And da 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 da. Oh yeah. Maybe something like that, dude. If we did a, a like three dozen of those, then we could get up to like episode sixty real quick. <laughs> we could pass the girls. So conscious, conscious. What are they conscious, on? Conscious girls. I think they're at the fifties. Oh, we're gonna pass them. Quick. Oh, yeah, we are because they're freaking like once a month right now. Yeah, they aren't even wanting to do part two of our our long-awaited. Oh, yeah like revisiting that ridiculous fuck that shit i know that's why we're gonna freaking take over the world <laughs> love you ladies and everyone else hope you get laid more hope you get laid more <laughs> bye bye <laughs>